Hi, I'm Ashley Appap. And I'm Hayley Tanto. Welcome to Call an Adult, a Pretty Little Liars recap podcast. Each week, we'll dive headfirst into the absolutely bonkers world of PLL as we recap the iconic series. Where everyone is hot and no one calls an adult. Let's, Let's go, go, bitches! bitches. A. Do, do, do. Hayley, how are you? I went low. That's good. Go low. I'm very good, Ash. How are you? I am honestly thrilled and excited. And I'm keen. I'm. This episode was fuck off good. It was, it was really really good. Yeah. I'm so, we are getting into the most, you know, I'm going to use an Australianism here. I guess maybe not, maybe it's British. We are getting into the gacked part of this show. It is absolutely fucked. It is. It's extremely gacked. It's Gacked means cooked, which means, what is, I mean, we kind of say gacked when someone is like very high on drugs. Yeah. Mainly like MDMA and coke yeah. and whatnot. Well, I've, so I've, someone I've, it's like fried. Yes. Gacked, yeah, fr- I get fr- fried. So Urban Dictionary says. I think a to lot of our listeners have picked up on cooked because I think like someone messaged me. Someone messaged like the account saying that they I think say cooked and a few other things, and that made me very happy. Oh, and they didn't before. Wow. And yeah. That's, and that's Haley as an influencer. Well, that's uh, like, as, as, I think it's as, as us as influencers. Oh my God. Um, oh my God. It, oh, I should, I should have found the DM before I said it, but yeah, message our Instagram called and adult if you're picking up on Australianisms because, um, sorry. <laughs> sorry. And you're welcome. You're welcome. So I've just looked it up. Urban Dictionary says to be gacked is to be under the influence of methamphetamines. As in, I was so gacked last night that I took apart my VCR and cleaned it. Now I can't put it back together. Interesting. And there you go. And as we, uh, I mean, I think it's Andrew Cunanan that I am on medically prescribed methamphetamines. So I guess I could literally be gacked. Gacked? App-app? Over here? My God. Gap-app. Next Comedy Fest show, gacked. Let's... (laughs) Let's go. And these are the kinds of ideas that, um, you know, two years in are keeping this machine running. We never celebrated. They keep us fresh. We, we never celebrated two. It's been more than two years. I think it was April, August. Sorry, last year. It's now. <laughs> I think in- I have put the anniversary in my calendar now. I did like, I think last year. But this is the put thing. it in my calendar. Everyone, when the machine's moving. And you're just in the present moment. You don't need anniversaries. No. We're you just rocking it. along because we love it. We've got so many exciting things coming up as well. Ah! Okay, should we crack it? Are you, have I asked you how you are? You are. You are good. I'm, how, and have I asked you how you are? How, how, how are you? Yeah, I am good. Okay, let's get into it because I'm, uh, I'm too keen. Me too. Hashtag me too keen. Because we've got some returns of icons in this episode that I was like, thank the Lord. Oh, I'm so excited. Haley. 
We are covering season three of Pretty Little Lies, if you didn't know that for some reason. Season three, episode 22, Will the Circle Be Unbroken? Question mark. Is I, this a real hymn? Is this a real Should have Googled this. I think it is. I assume it is. I think it is because I feel like I've heard it in different things. Um, okay. And in the episode when they sing it, I swear I, I was expecting them to say Lord, but they just cut out the word Lord. Let us know Ooh. if I'm incorrect or correct because I, I don't know. Interesting. I feel like they're supposed to be like, in the sky, Lord, in the sky. And they just say, in the sky, in the sky. Oh, is that or like a said, sen- I feel like that wouldn't yeah. be like a censorship thing. Um, mm. But get in touch with us if you sang this song in school or church. Let us know if you love to sing in general. And that. <laughs> but especially about the song. Hayley, what does Australian streaming service Stan have to say about this iconic episode? Australian streaming service Stan says, Aria, Emily and Hannah try to locate a missing Spencer. It's not wrong. It's not wrong. I think Stan's getting better. Stan is getting better. We stan you, Stan. We all stand for Stan Stan. Now, this episode was directed by King, icon in the PLL-averse, Ron Lago Marcino. We salute. King. V. And it was written by another King, Joseph Doherty. Thank you for your service, both icons. These two, legends. the dream team. One of the dream teams. One of the dream teams. Absolutely. There's so many different combinations of dream team with, with these crazy geniuses. Um, <laughs> crazy. <laughs> poets. You know, artists, dreamers. Now, this episode came out on March 5th, 2013. Happy birthday to any March 5th babies out there. We are so grateful for your birth, uh, including... Happy birthday to you. Happy. Including um, these March 5th babies, Madison Beer. Happy birthday. Mm. Sterling Knight, King from Sunny With A Chance and other things Eva Mendez Slay Gorgeous Not so desperate housewife because she doesn't need to be she's absolutely beautiful Matt Lucas look he wasn't my favourite host of the Great British Bake Off but you know he was he was there Chloe Veach important I think she's great reality star Um, once again the people that, that are on the <laughs> website that I look this up on, all very young. All very young. Did you young. say Eva Mendez was a def- desperate housewife? Was she not? Eva There's Longoria. Eva Longoria. I'm getting my Evas mixed up. And more just because I was like, and then I just sat there thinking on it for too long. I was like, Eva Mendez. In the Eva last Longoria. episode of this podcast, I accidentally. Eva Mendez, hitch. Ma- <laughs> I actually she's, p- she's from Hitch. She's from Hitch, of course. In the last episode of this podcast, I accidentally maybe almost said a slur. <laughs> Did you? For Lebanese people, because I was trying to just make a pun. And now I'm confusing two women named Eva. I am so, so scared of slurring all the time whenever because like you do it too, like just like wordplay that like really dumb wordplay. That's that comes exactly what I was doing. Immediately, the yeah. amount of times where I'm like, I could, 
I don't know what is accidentally going to come out. I, and, it, and it did. And, and this time what's accidentally come out is what seems like me confusing two brown women when instead it's me confusing two women uh, named Eva who both happen to be brown. And it took me an hour to think about it. So I was like, wait. Do you think case anyone's an Eva Mendes or an Eva Longoria stan, I don't want I don't want them to think we just glazed over it. We would never glaze, okay? We would anything, never glaze. We don't glaze. If anything, I'm constantly making clumsy, uh, just like word association mistakes that make yeah. it <laughs> that make me seem so Same. bad. Please. If your name is Eva and you're listening, we love, love you. Love you. And if you want to cancel me you can't because obviously i cancel myself before that's even possible so exactly and that's how you avoid cancellation and that's of course what uh monica from through house of salt lake city did recently <gasps> so, we can't we can't, <laughs> we can't. also because this episode will be coming out like too late even though that finale of real housewives of salt lake city season four will be evergreen as one we of the can't. best episodes of television of all time. As it was Will, so PLL coded. It, it, it was w- more Gossip Girl, but it was like PLL vibes. Genuinely, we recommend you go watch season four, the season four finale of Salt Lake City, Real Housewives. If you, if you can, we won't give you any context. Just know that it is A coded. There's like an A. It's, it's A coded. It's cyber bullying the house down. It's amazing. Yeah. Okay. And so is Monica Garcia would do well on the A team. Policia, they're coming to get me. Oh, Policia. They're coming to get me. For also, today Eva's. a car was just beeping in my street for like an hour. Like every now and then they'd just be like honking. I think someone was what? testing it. And I was like, I hope it's not while we're recording. Haley, what, what if I told you that was me? <gasps> what are you doing Saying hey. in my local government area? AKA Swamp. <laughs> what were you doing in my LGA Swamp? Swamp. Local government area. <laughs> Everyone needs to know that. Okay, Ailey's where are we up to? Tea like a bad <laughs> bitch. On a hot summer's day, she's got a hot cup of tea. She don't care about no temperature. Once again, it's the BBC cup. She's flexing on us all. It's the BBC cup. It's back. I gotta take a. I gotta take a screenshot. Everyone, pause. Oh my god. Just, just do 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 do. I did it. Now. Thank you for bearing with us. We will I'm having now... a peppermint tea if anyone wants to know because <laughs> I felt like my voice was tired after work today. So I oh. have been pepped up. I thought you were going to say you felt like you had a jippy tummy. <gasps> oh, cool back. Well, <laughs> there's always room for a jippy tummy. Is there not? Okay, okay. We have to keep going because this... <laughs> we're getting too excited about, about everything. Okay, okay. Let's hear from the 12-year-olds. Oh no no! We can't hear from twelve year olds. You have to guess the number one song that was that came out on March first, two thousand and thirteen. Blast through it. Okay, Haley. You have three choices. Mm-hmm. Was the number one song on March fifth, two thousand and thirteen? Thrift Shop by Macklemore and Ryan Lewis. Harlem Shake by Bauer, or Mirrors by Justin Timberlake. Harlem Shake. Harlem Shake, that's your final answer? Yes. All right, everyone. <laughs> Haley, you are correct. Yes! She oh my did God. It. The people want me to be correct. Were you correct, listener? Let us know. I hope honestly. so. We hope so. 
Now it's time to hear from the girlies, the 12-year-olds who write the episode description. Our I also diva just, dolls. I just want to say an honourable mention for the fact that this episode, while it's episode 22 of the season, it is episode mm. 69 of the whole show. It's a 69th episode. Oh, mm. now that's a bit sexy. It's nice. It's, it's, um, it's cheeky. And that it, is cheeky. And it is, you know, it's yin, it's yin yang. It's a complete circle. Will the I'm circle so be unbroken? Episode 69 <gasps> that brought by, what'd you say? 69, it's like a complete circle. Will the circle be unbroken <gasps> is the name of the episode. Oh my God. <laughs> Do you think they knew? <laughs> yes. That's what they were going for. I hope they were. I hope they were all 69ing in the writer's room when they wrote this. I was going to say it's a classic episode for King Byron to return. Oh, He wasn't in the last episode, right? I, I feel like I haven't so. seen him in forever. He's been gone, but I'm so happy he's back now. Okay. 12-year-olds, what have you got to say? <clears throat> Just let me channel them. Mm. Always. Spencer has held at Radley for a 72-hour <laughs> observation and assessment. I'm not going to re-record that. It's funny that I couldn't get through that sentence. Spencer befriends a male nurse. She notices the name on his badge. E. Lamb is identical to Ooh. Toby's alias for Radley. E. Lamb tells Spencer that Radley has experienced a recent dilemma involving staff ID badges and visitor guest passes. Hannah and Ashley okay. are blindsided when Detective Wilden approaches them at the church where they are meeting Ted for coffee. Mm. Emily is surprised when Shana invites her to coffee only to introduce her to Olympic gold medalist Missy Franklin. <laughs> Emily learns that Shana is also a sumo, which Paige neglected to tell her. Hmm. Aria lies about her relationship with Ezra in order to be... Aria lies about her relationship with Ezra in order for him to be reinstated at Rosewood High. Mona pays Spencer a visit in Radley and offers her a spot on the A-team for the second time. Ashley says goodbye to Hannah and heads to New York for the annual seminar. The annual seminar. The annual seminar. (laughs) Concrete jungle where they have seminars. As Ashley drives away, Wilson pulls up in his car. Is that the bank she works at? (laughs) Like the annual seminar for the bank that Ashley... Is employed at? Yeah, is Ashley the, still at the bank? She's still at the bank. Still at the bank? Okay. Megan the bank, continue. <laughs> Megan the bank. As Ashley drives away, Wilden pulls up in his car. Wilden confronts Hannah and demands to know where his car and his keys are. I'm glad he wants to know where the keys are. Wilden drop promises, the keys and let me find them. Drop the keys and let me find them. Song of the summer. Wilden promises not to bother Hannah and Ashley anymore as long as Hannah complies with his demand. During a group therapy session at Radley with Dr. Sullivan and other patients, Spencer confides that her friends can no longer count on her. And then there is an A ending where A drives off in an RV with things from A's lair. Oh my God, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God. That RV was feral, but we'll get to it, obviously, because it's the last thing in the episode. Wow. 12 year olds slayed. I was along for the ride. Me too. The annual seminar. The annual seminar. Okay. This episode starts with a bang. We see Mona. Mona the diva doing her lippy in a compact mirror. Oh, she doesn't like and no then, one else And then, and like good. the angle, because like the angle is that you see just her lip. No, you see her putting it on. And then in the compact mirror, you see the three girls. You see yeah. Aria, Emily and Hannah. And they are asking, where the hell is oh, Spenny? I loved it. I loved it too. She's obviously listening to their conversation. 
And for some reason now, Melissa Flop is here with her bob. And with she, a bob. She is looking for Spencer also. So not only are her friends unaware of her whereabouts, aware aboutsy, aboutsy, but as is Melissioso. Melissa says something cunty that I didn't write down, but I'm pretty sure she's like, um, aren't you guys her friends? Why don't you know where she is? Aren't you? And I know she's like stressed, but it's like, they don't know. I don't know. You're her sister. Shouldn't you know where she is? Everyone listening, do you know where all your friends are right now? I know where Ash is. I know where Haley is. That's it. Anyone else? If I don't don't have a visual confirmation. They could be crying in the woods. They could be crying in the woods. They could be locked in a facility. Call your Pause this. Call your friends. Make sure they're not locked in a facility. Come back to us. And as long as they're all good, keep listening. Or if they're at Radley, go. holy shit, go visit. We have to go to Radley. We have to go to Radley. Go to the Wonder Brothers. Is Radley lot. at, is it Universal World that has like, um, oh no, Warner yeah. Bros. Warner Bros. I guess they wouldn't have like the internal like shots for something like Radley. Well, they better. I don't know. I want to go. Oh, tax deductible trip for us. This is, we've said it before and we'll say it again. <laughs> we just want to see Radley. <laughs> we just want to see Radley so bad. Uh, speaking of Radley, Spenny is in there playing cards and we find out that she's there awaiting a psych evaluation, evaluation instead of going to jail. And she then in that conversation, it seems like finds out that she's in Radley. She just didn't know what facility she was in she's yes like, and she Radley. is she's like i'm jane doe um she's speaking to the most attractive orderly i've ever seen yep eddie lamb yeah. um he says i think she asks like when she can get out or something oh no she's like what does a 302 mean they said i was a 302 he's like uh 302 is a law that lets paramedics send people to a psych eval instead of being thrown in jail ah. um terrifying yeah, scary. Spenny. It's scary. It's scary. But also, get help. Get help. And you know what else is scary? Diet House is in full swing because the Marins are trying to pretend Wildengate, aka the running over and disappearing of Darren Wilden. They're trying to pretend that never happened while eating carrots. And Ashley Marin, queen of the kitchen, says, God, I want a pretzel while she's like, putting what's she she putting salt on her carrots and then hannah says just put no some salt. so they're just eating carrots yes. and then hannah says put some salt on it and i have to admit i made the saddest realization a month ago when i was eating chopped up cucumber that i'm like i'm gonna put some salt on this and it was yum no of it course. was not chips but i i deeply feel this scene in my bones it's a perfect diet house scene these yeah. two women sadly eating carrots look i don't want to harp on this for too long but I want to ask, look, Kaylee and I are not going to go do the work and look back at previous episodes. I swear at some point we have mixed up the houses. Diet House, I feel like, used to be the Hastings household and we had a yes. different name for Marin House. So what was it? Um, I feel like I use, it's true, because like <laughs> Diet House has definitely started at the Hastings. With, of course, muffin from when in the muffin. Bin. The fucking muffin. But the Marin House is... It's diet. It's it also is diet house. What did we call it? Like, because I just call them both diet house. If you remember, guess, but... tell us, because you know we're not going to go back and figure it out. But just know from now on, when we say diet house, <laughs> it applies. 
<laughs> we'll and you'll know from the context of course and, and the, the girlies words we say involved and the girlies um <laughs> and yeah i think we've covered that ashley was looking through the paper for any sign of wilden yes. and she's ignoring calls from ted which we hate we hate that um, but Boy, Hannah answers I. the phone. She's like, Ashley Marin's social secretary. And that's very cute. It is. Um, and what's not cute is Ezra flops Gerald. He's freelancing and no one cares. That's oh, my God. So he says something. I was watching this with Dale and Dolly. Ezra says, like, you know what I hate about arithmetic? You Ugh. can't charm your way through it. And then Dale's like, that's you. <laughs> because... I do say to people, I hate things that have a right or wrong or have like mm-hmm. answers that you can get. I don't like maths. I don't like science. I don't like baking. I'm bad with instructions. I just want to bullshit my way through things. It's mm. what I studied at uni, me arts too. degree. Hashtag you would too. completely agree. Like I've never related so much. Well, I also am Fitz. a Capricorn, which is iconically and uh I guess consistently logic based. So part of me, I get it, but also fuck maths, fuck science. I wish I could do it. Like I wish no. I was good at it. Imagine oh if God. I was going on record being like, no more maths, <laughs> no more science. The spoken word is all we need. Um, all we yeah, need. I agree with you. Like, I, yeah, I'm not good at those things and I don't enjoy them. But I see their merit. But you know what I don't see any merit in? Oh. Ezra doing anything or being on this show at all. Also, I don't see any merit in the most illegal sentence I've ever heard, which was zero to daddy in 10 seconds, Aria to Ezra. I almost threw up in my mouth. I was like, don't say, don't say daddy to him. Don't say daddy to him. So he's basically like, I can't get any work. I can't freelance forever. What am I going to do? And you can see Aria conspiring. dated a high schooler. Because you're a pedophile cunt. Anyway, now we cut to from from a flop to an icon. <gasps> Dr. Sullivan Ossi is here and we are we are so grateful for her presence. Iconic scene because Spence is playing the piano, of course. Oh, as geniuses of tend to do. Of course she is. And then Dr. Sullivan Ossi, mm. our girl, finds her. She finds her. She just comes across her playing the piano and she's like, Spencer. And Spencer says, ollie, ollie, oxen free, which I honestly think yes. is a sleigh to be like, you found me, but to not say it, great. Ollie, ollie, oxen free. Use hide and seek language, girl. It's beautiful. Woo! Then my next note in all capitals. And I, I remember saying, what the hell out loud, really? And then laughing because I was alone. Um... I've written it in all caps. What the hell? Wilden has appeared in front of the church, spooking our girls and quite frankly, spooking me. <gasps> yes. So Hannah and Ashley are meeting with Ted at the church and Wilden comes up and says, Padre. Dad. To, for father. And like, I guess to like say like father Ted. I thought it was and I'm like, you're saying daddy. Dick bag. He is a dick bag. He's a bag Having of said dicks. If Caleb said it, I'd be like, that's cool and hot. So... Who knows? Caleb then could say anything they that I have, think would, and it would be cool or hot. Caleb can do whatever he wants. Mm. And that's... That's it. That's a rule. And that's that on that. That's that on that. Um, Ted and Wilden chat 
and it's very tense, obviously, for Hannah and Ashley because they're like, oh, my God, anything Wilden says feels like. And they thought he was um, dead, you know. They thought he was dead. And anything he says feels like a threat or like whatever. Um, what's the word I'm looking for? Like an under con- uh, yeah. subtext. Yes. Um, so then t- he, like Ted's like, have you just been taking a few days off or something? And Wilden's like, I was just fishing. And they have the craziest conversation about fishing. <laughs> That Dale was laughing very hard at because he had no context for why this scene about fishing was so tense. I'm like, it's, it's not. Dale, you've got to keep up. I think he actually did see the episode with with the girls trying to shove the car in the water. Look, it's Andrew Cunanan, it's crazy but Dale, Dale is A, Dale is the heart and soul of this podcast, but also Dale, yeah. you're slacking off. What we love about Pull Dale... Pull up your pants. Is that his pants keep falling down and we keep seeing his little boat, plumber's butt crack. I do. That is, I dack him all the time. Yes. Dacking, if um, you don't know, means which just is pantsing, pulling someone's pants down. Um, or if I'm sad, he'll do it to himself and then shuffle around the room and it makes me laugh a lot. That's very funny. Dale, There's something so funny about a bum. Bum is hilarious. Dale, you don't have to do anything. You're doing a great job. You <laughs> popping in and out with no context is one of the best things about you being part of this universe. Keep it up. King. Now, he keeps us on our toes. Before we move away from this scene, we see the little like text box, the box of text that they often have outside of a church that has like a quote, and it mm. says, "Commit a crime, and the world is made of glass." Oop. that. Speaking of Spencer, great segue. Spencer tells Sullivan Nussi about Toby Berkey's dead bod. Now, yes. it is important that we say, not at any point over the next episode or the one after this, does, when talking about Toby's dead body that she found, does Spencer say that she knew it was him because of his tattoo? She never says that's why. And it annoys the fuck out of me. Yeah, I, I, yeah same thing. I was like, you... You saw the tattoo. like She keeps being like, it was Toby, but not explaining how she could identify that it was Toby when she didn't see his head. And I guess, look, she's pretty gacked, word of the day. Gacked? Um, yeah. And then um, she says she liked not having an identity for a few hours. And Dr. Sullivan Ussie tells Spencer that she's going to get her family on the blower. She's going to get her family on the line. And... Also the police. But Spencer's like fucked up. That's all I wrote is Spencer's fucked up in all caps. She absolutely is. And then next. Oh, my God. Byron alert. He's here. <gasps> I was so excited to see him. He brings joy to my life. When I see Chad low. I feel Chad high. I get a Chad high. <laughs> I have like my note is King by wrong in all caps. And then and Aria. <laughs> The rest of my Byron says, asks how she's going with all the Malcolm shenanigans, her new stepson, I guess. Jesus. Um, which is very sweet of Byron. It is. I've written... He's, he just he's, wants to know how she's going. He's being a kind papa and asking how she's feeling about Ezra flop daddy rather than telling her to stop fucking a grown man. And then I've written, maybe a flaw in his parenting, maybe a flaw in his parenting, but we still stand. Yes. Do. But then, we do. Also, oh. I don't know if I hadn't seen him in a while, but... Chadlow looked good in this scene. He did. He looks hydrated. His skin looks real good. Yes. He has Glowing. like the most supple looking skin <laughs> What ever. do you think he uses? 
we'll, what do when you we want? get him on the pod, we'll get him to drop the skincare routine. And that's that on that. And that's Chad on Chad. That's that on that. That's now- Chad on Chad. Also, that family has fucked up good genetics. They do. They do. Rob Lowe, Chad Lowe. Of course. Anyway. Um, also important, oh. I guess, for context in the scene, the thing that happens <laughs> is Literally the Aria- most important part of the scene. Arya asks, um, asks Byron to help get Ezra a job. Ugh. Okay. So this is so deeply against his ethics. Mm-hmm. Well, actually, he did fuck a student. So, mm. <laughs> You know we don't, what? We don't talk about that. It. We don't talk about that. He's we a kid. That didn't happen, everyone. Meredith, Meredith theory. is Meredith dead to us now. She's gone. Yeah. She's done. Literally, she doesn't come back. Rip. Um, but to be like, oh, cool, this like pedo that targeted my daughter and is dating <laughs> her would like needs my help getting back into like the teaching system. Let's go. Tough. <laughs> it's tough. Sorry, it was so funny for you to say this pedo. <laughs> <laughs> and he is. He is. It is tough. It is tough. And Byron's got a hard job ahead of him. But you know what? He is the heart and soul of this show. He is the heart and soul of this show. But he's also got some schemes and some dreams that we'll touch on later. And so that's <laughs> what he's known for. King Fish Lips. Montgomery Byron himself. He doesn't want to be. If he's Byron, I don't want to be Byron. Right. And guess what? Absolutely. He's scheming, and that's what we love best about him. He's chaotic Byron, and he schemes and dreams. We're so glad he's back. I'm so happy he's back. My next Honestly, note, so good. Just says Melissa is a little cunt. No idea what that's in reference to, but I stand by it. Oh yes, actually. Mine, yes, that makes sense because I have a note that's like, at Radley, Melissa joins Spencer. Spencer Spencer tries <laughs> to get her out, but Spencer doesn't want to go, is all I wrote. And that's accurate. She doesn't want to go. And she is being like cunty with Spencer, but I couldn't tell you why. She's just, she's just being Melissa. She's iPad baby, the house down. <laughs> <laughs> she's such an iPad baby. She is. Then, speaking of technology, Hannah gets a text <laughs> and it's a picture of Ashley getting out of her car with Wilden in front of it from, like, that night. Oh, I've got to stop good. saying that night because that night is a different night. Let's, talk, let's call it... Well, that night is the <laughs> night that's relevant to us right now. You know what, Haley? But there is a famous capital T, capital N, N, that, that night. night. And that's not this. This night is this night. Okay, let's, this one's now this night. <laughs> it's like the two diet houses you'll get it <laughs> you'll get it and if you don't get it you'll then you know what we forgive you because we don't always get it but maybe you'll get it and if you don't get it one day you'll have gotten it and that's all relative now holy shit a is of course the minx the prankster that has sent this text to hannah and she's like and that's kind of the whole scene. Yeah. And then... I do not even have a note for that. Back at Al Rados. Oh, as, yes, I do. As I have... In the rest of my notes, every time Radley's come up, I've called it Al Rados. And I've called <laughs> Eddie Lamb, Edos McLamb. So... I love that. The, Edos McLamb? Edos McLamb. So Spenny sees Edos McLamb's name tag at Al Rados is my and next she realized that note. she realises that Hot Eddie is... Really, Edos 
McLam. Megan the Edos McLam of Tokyo. None of these, I will say, all the people that work at Radley, all the young, beautiful men are fucked up. They all have too much sexual tension with every troubled young woman. Young girl. Young girl. Dare Mm. I say. This show really is... Has pedophilia running through its veins. They love it. And we still love the show. That's the thing. No wonder I expect to feel sexual tension in any room I walk into with a person. I don't know from watching this show too much as a teenager. Who can blame me? I mean, no one, but you know who we can blame? (laughs) I'm Arlene King. (laughs) I'm Arlene Queen. And she is the um, I'm Arlene Queen. And we stand her even though there's so many pedos in this goddamn show. Now There are so many pedos. My next... no diet house at diet house yep i've written when (laughs) the marins when did ashley marin get a promotion that would move them to new york what i don't know but this okay so um hannah tells ashley about spencer ashley wants to cancel this big new york seminar or the annual seminar megan v seminar did i say annual? yeah um (laughs) But anyway, so to get her promoted, they'll move to New York. Hannah is convincing her that she should go to New York and they should want to leave Rosewood. They should want to go to New York, which is perfect. And I don't think when I was watching this, I'm like, did once Emily want to like move? Because I feel like the liars never want to move. I think not. And they should. I think Emily didn't want to move was the issue. They were going to move to Texas, remember? And her her dad was stationed there. And I think at this point still is. And they were going to move. And Pam was like, well, they're going to move. She's like, I don't want to move. And we're like, you should absolutely get the hell out you of You really should want to move. And I agree. So I would love a spinoff of Hannah in New York. Well, I mean, no spoilers, but there is a, 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 a future like forward jump cut later in the show. And I think she does spend some time in that particular location. I think so. Yeah, because it feels very, it feels natural. I feel like that's okay to put in without saying spoilers because we're not really no. saying. If, let us know if it's annoyed I you think that it's I said fine. that. Yeah, no, I think that's fine. Next. Ooh, we just want to spoil like A stuff. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no. Locations that they might go to at some point, really, I feel like it's okay. Um, next. Um, Dr. Sullivan Nussi should definitely not be telling Emily what Spencer told her in the facility. What a big breach of of client-patient confidentiality or whatever. Yeah, this gave me trust issues, Dr. Sullivan Nussi. But also people need to stop accosting Dr. Sullivan Nussi. Dr. Sullivan Nussi needs to end work earlier because she's always Mm -hmm. leaving her office very... Maybe it's not late at night. It might be like... I don't know what time it gets dark. Depending on the season, it could be 6 p.m. You know, we don't know. But I know, yeah. But like, come on. It's forever dark. I mean, it's an autumnal town. If you could choose one extracurricular hobby for Dr. Solvanusi outside of being accosted by these girls in the goddamn streets, what would it be, Haley? Is this like. This is just. A, I want to know what you think she could be doing. Oh. Or she should oh be doing. Oh, my God. I do think. I think she should do like karate or a self-defense thing. I'm just kind of constantly worried about her. Like, Maybe I'm she so could scared. go to wherever Holden has his fight clubs and beat the shit out of yes. Holden. You know? Where's Holden? What's he doing? I don't care. She should learn karate from or fight club from, from Holden, Holden just because 
I'm always stressed. What hobby do you think she should have? I think she should take up ceramics at the place where Jenna did her ceramics and made that, oh, she that would light slay whole thing. ceramics. You know? She would make you a good bowl for the dining table to put like mm. knickknacks in. Paddywhack. Give a dog a bone. Give a dog a fucking bone. Woo! Next. Ella and Byrong, oh my god, they sit on school desks together as they oh my should. God, I wrote I, that as well. <laughs> I loved seeing these two back at it, scheming, sitting in the same they're room. They're scheming and they're dreaming. And I do think the line of the episode is said in this scene. Um, Hit me. Because, yeah, so they're talking about discussing getting Ezra a job, I guess. Um, and... King Byrong Montgomery says he's a good teacher. Like, look, he's a good teacher. And Ella Carl Richards Montgomery says other aspects of his character are debatable, but yes, he's a good teacher. Ella! Ella! She's talking- but you could argue that he's not a good teacher because he Fuck. dated a student. Exactly. And she's still a student. She's still underage. And they are having sexual intercourse. Okay. Dear schools then. Dear schools then. Then... So they're kind of talking about like, yeah, that it feels a bit like weird. Then King Byron, who's got an IQ of one billion. <laughs> and that's fact. And that's on record. That's fact, not fiction. Um, he reckons it could also help Ezra being like a family man and getting a stable job would make Arya leave him. So it's a long con. Yes, King. Because they look like the hero. He's going to be I love you know, it. having to support his child more and spend more time doing that rather than having i'm gonna say it i'm guessing unprotected sex with a minor i can only assume we can he's only like, assume oh, i don't really like want to wear a condom you know it if, feels and, it feels weird and if he's grooming and Ari her, doesn't know any better because she's a child exactly who's to say he's not saying maggie would have done it oh that's right that's right. I think a few of us have known. And this is why King Byron, Byring, this is why King Byron has an IQ of a one a billion. Because he's thinking long term strat. And you know who's on board? Ella. Ella's on board. Ella's on board. Next. Over at Radley is my next note. <laughs> my next note is just before that. Shana introduces Emily to a swimmer named Missy, and then I wrote in brackets college related. Only upon reading the 12-year-old's thing did I know, understand that this was an Olympic swimmer. So sorry to I, Missy Slay, Mama. Yes. She was a good... I think, like, she was a good actor. Whenever yeah. there's, like, Australian athletes on TV, it's like, you know they're athletes. They cannot... Mm. They're wooden. God bless. Wooden. And I think it's the same everywhere. But, yeah, when they were making a big deal of this Missy Franklin, I did Google. She is a real American swimmer and a five-time Olympic gold medalist. So slay to Missy Franklin. She can act. We salute you. Also, Shana met her at a at the Colorado airport. But then what's she doing at the brew in <sighs> Rosewood, I'm... talking to Emily and, like, caring about Emily doing a tumble turn? So... <sighs> Also, Shana, was the last time we saw Shana at my arm is like all the way. I'm like <laughs> holding my arms out. The amount of gestating and, and you know, gesticulating. gesticulating. Is gestating? Gest- and gestating. <laughs> Haley's pregnant with excitement. <laughs> I am. What was I saying? 
It doesn't matter. That we hate Shana. We don't know why she's here. Oh, last time like, we saw her. Last time we saw Shana at the Halloween at, at the, the costume, costume shop. shop. Yeah, she's only interacted with Did Emily her? through Paige. They've we've not seen them be friends together. Now they're suddenly friends, and Paige is yeah, away she's like texting her. <sighs> Get it out. Was, it was a lot. Don't like it. Then. Um, <laughs> Yeah, so we're back at Radley. Oh. Speno, now I've written, Speno tries to get Edo McLam to tell her about El Badgers. The, my, the way that I'm transcribing these notes my is goodness. becoming a different language. You sound like a finance bro. Oh. <laughs> like El Badjo. Oh my My God. note, it's so good. <laughs> um, oh wait, I always like lose the notes because there's so many. Oh, mine is Spencer and Eddie Lamb have a sexually charged conversation mm. about the Radley Badgers changing system. And it is hot. I, I just like everything is like, I'm like, this woman is unwell. Everyone stop being like sexually charged around Spencer. Stop. I know it's hard. I think she has a raw sexual mag- like magnetic energy. And you know, it's hard and he's hard. He is and he shouldn't be. And he shouldn't be, but also who should? But he should, because I love. So, <laughs> um, that's all I have on that. Spenny, Spenny tells E. Lamo about Toberki having his old badjo, and <laughs> I can't. I I make myself laugh so much, and he. <laughs> you make me laugh so much. You make our listeners laugh so much. I hope I do, and if not, well, at least at least I'm at least you're laughing. I think if you're listening this far... I hope you are. You gotta like... You're either laughing or you're listening out of spite, which you got better (laughs) things to do with your time. Thank you for racking up, for getting us some good downloads. Yeah, absolutely. Um, She mentions that both... um, Sorry, he mentions both Mona and Toberki, or she does. (laughs) While, While they're having this conversation, Spencer mentions both Mona and Toberki... And Elam gets spooked and she basically says like, or he says to her, sorry, that apparently a worker was giving out guest badges. And then I wrote, probably him, I reckon. Mm. Um, also, around this time, that I just need to say because the quote is very funny to me. Um, Hannah is talking about Wilden's car and the GPS and, you know, in denial about it all. And she goes, nothing works underwater. It's a scientific fact (laughs) (laughs) about the car at the bottom of the lake being traceable. And I, that's my line of the episode thus far. The truth is Hannah gets all the good lines. She does because she's hilarious. Ashley Benson eats it up. Genius. So that happens. And then we're back at Radley. I'm glad you actually said that because it is, I was like, oh, I do. Yeah, I had that note in between, but it's like, the Radley thing is the big thing. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, Spencer tells Hot Eddie about the name tag. And then, yeah, when she mentions Mona, he says she's hard to forget. 901, free at last, 911. Free at last. 911, 901, free at last, never forget Mona. Then he spills quite a lot of tea, but not all the tea, because he, in quotes, likes his job. Um, but then she does. He tells Spencer that she is in Mona's old room. Ooh. And then oh. she goes over to the desk once he leaves the room and sees Tuttle of Epa in the mm. on the desk etched in. It says Haley. 
Will the circle be unbroken? Be unbroken, will it? Mona's such a messy bitch for just scrawling this on a desk. I mean, you're in a mental facility. Do whatever the hell you want. That's true. (laughs) Go crazy. And you have. Will the circle be unbroken? Who knows? Okay, Okay. so then. Flashback time. We flash and back. It's flashback time. So you know it's all blurry. You know it's sepia toned. You know it's sepia toned. Mona is looking so cute. We've got nerd Mona, Aww. nerdy Janelle Parrish. She's so cute. Can I just say, she so has pathetic. the thickest hair I've ever seen. It's beautiful, her hair. To see Janelle she's... Parrish is gorgeous. We've said it, we'll say it again. She's gorgeous. Especially in this episode, because she keeps putting on, I think it's a Clinique chubby stick, but I could be wrong, of like, like in that opening scene and maybe at like the end or sometime, um, she's always putting on that like nude lipstick and mm. it looks amazing on her it does everything does she's better than jungle red better than jungle red because of course that's not her color that was allison's color um and then um and i don't think it was allison's color anyway in this flashback allison i don't think it was either i think her color is dead in a ditch now allison is talking uh she's sitting next to spencer in a pew and mona's like on the next pew down she's talking about her fucking diaries and needing them when she's dead and Spencer says, don't, she's exhausting. It's it. She is. And Spencer says, don't be gruesome. And then she says, I'm not being gruesome. I'm being mysterious. And then next to that, I just wrote, get a job. Get a job. Okay. R.I.P. Alison De Laurentiis. You would have loved Lana Del Rey. <laughs> she's so Lana Del Rey coded, which I think yeah. I've said early on. She really I think is. I've said that. Um, also just like Mona loves the song like what kind of leads into that is like Mona's like obsessed like she's just having a good time singing this hymn let her and then Ali's like laughing she's just bullying her because she's being earnest and enjoying something oh Oh. yeah I cause um yes the I'm not being gruesome I'm just being serious is like the worst thing I've ever heard and yeah she says that like she was she spends like church services writing in her diary. And I was like, what a fucking loser. Like be at church or don't. Unless <laughs> Why do you have to write in your diary uh, at church? Unless you're like writing about things that church is like inspiring you to feel, you know, or maybe you're writing your prayers. I don't know. Mm. I don't, I don't go to church. You're there I'm with Spencer. Sure. Are you there on your own? Like, I think you're there on your own accord. You don't have to be there. Don't be there if you don't want to be there. Oh, but you know what? If you are going to be there, don't make fun of people who want to be there because sometimes people want to be there and that's okay. Bitch. That is okay. <laughs> then. Ali, <laughs> just be present. From a Stop flop. thinking about your death all the time. Stop thinking about death. I mean, I will admit to thinking about it constantly, but. I think about it, but in a sad way. I don't think about like. I don't think the about like. trail of deceit I'll leave behind. Let's leave clues. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. Now. 13 reasons why not. Hillary Duff. Why was that not on the soundtrack? Hillary Duff? Great question. 13 Reasons Why Not, Why Not by Hillary oh, Duff. Da, 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 da. Take a crazy chance. And then, of course, the most iconic lyric. Yeah. Why not, why not do a crazy dance? Do a crazy dance. Yes. And I agree. Why not do a crazy dance? Is that song called Why Not? You better believe it. You better Absolutely. believe okay, great. that's what it's I do know that. That kind of, I didn't know I knew it, but I, I do. It's rare that I stump Haley with a reference, but here is, here it is, people. How does it feel? Sit in the, we need to sit in this moment. I thought you lost me, but I got there. You f- Why I found you. not? Why, Why not? not? Take a crazy chance. 
At Ezra Petto's apartment, King Byron commits a power play by like picking up mm. a toy, like sitting in a chair that has a toy on it. He's like, ugh. I don't know why. It's just very powerful. It is. He, I've written King Byron drinking coffee all sinister at Ezra's place. <laughs> I love it. And he says another iconic quote. He says, I have spent a great deal of time trying to make amends to someone for something. Like saying he understands what it's like to make amends and to all this stuff because he's trying to be, you know, appear vulnerable with Ezra when really he's got a plan. He's dreaming and he's scheming. He mm. says that he can't get Ezra a job at Hollis, but he wants to try to help him in some way. And then he's like, now, tell me about your son. And then the scene ends. So it's the acting is incredible. He really he's like amazing. leans in. He like takes a breath and he's like going vulnerable mode. So he scenes and he says it and it's like, yeah, love it. I love that man so much. I love that man with my whole life and whole heart. Byron is the goat. Okay. Next, Edo McLam tells Piano Spen that the only Toberki he knew would be there to visit his mother. What? Meaning, <laughs> Eddie Lamb. He's spilling so much tea. It's so inappropriate. He really does not know how to keep his mouth shut when he sees a beautiful no. woman who's lost her mind. Um,. Oh. He's saying basically that he only knows a Toby from when Toby used to come and visit his mum because, of course, his mum, Marion Cavanaugh, was in Radley for a lot of her life, right? Her, her, her adult life till the end, mm. dot, dot, dot. Um, and, and he's like, yeah. do you believe in coincidences? Is that this scene? I didn't write it down. But. I don't know. I don't remember, but... I feel like they're talking about... Because he's like... She's like, my Toby's last name was Kavanaugh. And then he's like, do you believe in coincidences? And then she says, do you believe in love of love? love. Imagine. And then it cuts Anyway, it wasn't important enough. I didn't write it down, but I found it funny. I was like, what do you mean? What do you mean, bitch? Say yes or no. (laughs) Um, Then (laughs) Hannah says... um, which I think is absolutely astute about Spencer ending up in Radley. She says, there's a downside to being too smart. Agree. But also I would like to say, stop talking about this shit in the girls' bathrooms. I have the same note. They are in the girls' bathroom at Rosewood High. And guess who's got to enter? Of course, Mona. Ms. Mona the diva cunt enters. (laughs) Ms. Mona, the diva cunt. And a cunt in brackets compliment. Because, of course, when we're talking about Mona, it stands for cunning, undeniable, next level torture. Because that's what she did. Torture. Oh, that's so good. Undeniable that's next level so torture good. from that cunt. That might be title of app. Might unless be title it, of app. Well. It would have to be the acronym but don't expanded. Sp- Yes. But you know what? Capitalize each word. Guys, we know how to we know how to get around these fucking <laughs> We know how to do it. Cucks that don't like that word. Oh my god. And then Aria <laughs> So sorry if you're one of them and you don't like that word. We still love you. We hope you still love us. Go on, Haley. Thank you and thank you for listening along. We know it is. I think it's a more hot button word in places that aren't Australia. Yeah. To us it is a nothing word. 
to us, it so, is on the Constitution, surely. Yes. I wouldn't know, but probably. I'm assuming. And so. you'd be right to assume. Um, <laughs> Arya says an insane line to Mona, um, which I think, so for context, I'm assuming Mona like said some dumb antagonistic shit at them that I didn't write down. And then Arya says to Mona, if Spencer doesn't get better soon and you have something to do with it, you're going to wish you broke your neck when you fell off that cliff. <coughs> now this is, I have to say, one of my favourite Cuntiaria lines. She goes it's so st- low. It's so stupid and funny it's to me. It's so stupid and kind of iconic. Yeah. I like when she gets mad. I like it because at least she's acknowledging her feelings rather than... Yeah, absolutely. Ugh, and then the timing of that is perfect because after she says that, there's a announcement over the whatever Ooh. PA system um, where they're like, Aria, please report to the principal's office. And then she goes to the principal's office and he asks her, and I would say his demeanor is way too like <laughs> uncomfortable conversation to have rather than like he should be saying like, are you okay? This shouldn't be happening. But what he does principal is... Principal Hackett's an odd unit. He's a principal hack, more like it. I think his name's Principal Hackett. It is, I so think it is. Principal Hack. He's Principal Hack. He's probably a pedo too. I'm calling it. Well, he's not doing a good job of protect. Like, look. Okay, so essentially he's like, he calls Arya in and he just tells her like, hey, we've noticed that Ezra Fitz has applied to be like a, pub, a substitute teacher in the Rosewood school system. Um, so there's a chance he might, you know, teach a class here. And he's like, are you seeing him still? Like, what's the go? And it's like, you shouldn't let him. He should be in jail. Get him out of the swamp, okay? He should be in jail. He should be in jail. You can't ask her to, like, say yes or no to this. And then she has to lie, of course. And she's like, oh, no, no, we're just seeing each other socially. He's like, I wouldn't want anyone to get the right, wrong idea. She's like, no, of course not. <laughs> it's so fucked. She's an idiot. I think he must be a pedo too, because think of it this way. Okay, Ezra Flop, pedo. Jason, school wrestling yep. coach, pedo. Although he's hot. Um, the oh. police officer, fucking Wilden Flop, pedo. Pedo. Medical, you know, savant, Ran Kingston, pedo. Eddie Lamb. <laughs> I don't have confirmation, but he's giving a lot of sexual tension. Edo McLamb, gotta be. There's so. I would not be surprised if Principal Hackett More like was a pedo. Petty Lamb. Oh my God. <laughs> we cracked the case. Okay. <laughs> Series over. We cracked the we case. We cracked the case. Um, then, after Principal Hack absolutely is horrible at his job, Mona goes to visit Spenny at Radley. Iconic Ooh. moves only Iconic for moves. the diva cunt. And she has cookies for Spencer. Love that. And then Spencer, of course. Spencer just straight up asks her, why did you kill Toby? <laughs> So funny. So good. And then we hear the... I-, I love a Spencer Mona scene. Me too. Me too. What a duo. Um, then also, we have- shout out to Troy and her acting is so good. She is... We'll say it a thousand times. She's acting the house down. Tori Birch Boots. Boots. Okay. She's just so good. And she then... Um, we have the iconic... Uh, sentence from Mona where she says look at all that's happened since you turned me down on our little trip down the mountain 
Ooh, she's good. And then she also reveals that she has Alison's diaries that Ali gave them to her and she's got them all in her. That's right. Little iPad. She's an iPad baby too. She's scanned We're all pages. iPad babies. We're sorry. all iPad babies. So sorry. It's 2013 now. Get with it. We're iPad babies. Um, I think I did have an iPad mini in 2013. There you go. There you go. I'm I was on the A-team. I'm going to be honest with you. Never had an iPad. What does that make me? But also, I'm Andrew Kunanikli, an, an Android PC girl. Please do not kill me. Do not come for me. I just can't be bothered learning a, another system. That's great. And that's how I am. And I like USB efficacient. All right. It's who I am and I'm not going to change it. So and you don't have to apologize. Thank you. It's too late. To if Apple wants to sponsor us or Microsoft wants to sponsor us, it's all we're waiting you know we'll, ta- we'll take whatever now another thing that she reveals was she says Ali was never pregnant and she gets this information from the diaries gag gag huge gag huge 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 gag gag city we have arrived in gag city gag city bitch gag gag city bitch hmm. big deal also something that happened just before this it's not as important but I guess we need to say is that Ted doesn't want Ashley to go to New York. He thinks that Wilden is the reason from that weird fish conversation. I think. I did write, Ashley and Ted go on a sexy walk talking about New York. Ted wants to keep her in Rosewood. Perceptive King go off. reckons there's more to it. So, and he is like, I'll help you with whatever. But he keeps looking at the police station. Yes. As you said, Ash, he knows. He's perceptive and he's hot. Oh, it's subtext. And then... <laughs> From that same situation, Hannah is staying at Emily's for the three days that Ashley is interstate. And Wilden, no joke, the second that Ashley Marin's car, Uber, whatever, drives it's so away. so risky. She's not even, I would say, left the driveway and he appears no. and parks. You would think he that... He Tokyo drifts <laughs> into the scene. <laughs> he Tokyo drifts like a slow breeze right behind her. It's as if he was following her car to the location. Like, it's... He just appears. I mean, Wilden sucks so much. Wilden sucks dick. I've seen the tapes. He sucks dick. That's what the NAT club was actually trying to get footage of. Wilden sucking dick. And I mean, Gorgeous. go for it. Me also, I will say, me too. I do love Wilden as a villain. Yes. Oh. Because I was just like, Wilden fucking sucks. And then I'm like, look, he is such a great villain in this show. Yes. He is so antagonistic, so powerful. A cab also like for them to and he's re- and in the original sin he's really got one over on Ashley for the suck and fuck for the suck and fuck and from of, like the first episode you know the writers immediately making him in one of the most powerful positions you know the people the adults that they would need to call you know yeah I mean let's be honest we didn't know that at the beginning of the show and they really could have called an adult and should have because it wasn't this deep but he's but- a great villain and we love him and he just wants his car back. He's like, please, I mean, give me my car or he, the keys. In his defense, he does just want his car back. He says, look, drop the keys and let me find them. Drop the keys and let me find them. To my car. Ding dong bell. Sounds, sounds like, like that. that. But unfortunately, it is at the bottom of the damn lake. So good luck, King. <laughs> Hannah's not giving you shit. But go for a swim, cunt. Go for a swim, cunt. And speaking of swimming in emotion... Spencer is in group therapy and she's being sassy. She's being sassy. And I would like to ask this question. 
Is Dr. Sullivan Ooh. or C the only psychologist in all of Pennsylvania? Yes. Because she's everywhere. Just like Ren is the only doctor in Pennsylvania. Uh, uh. Just before this, I realized, because we were doing so many bits about Wilden, um, just quickly on that last Radley scene with Mona and Spencer, Mona says a very, very iconic line, you're not crazy, you're as sane as I am. Chills. No one wants to hear that from Mona. You don't want to hear you are as sane as Mona. Although, let's be honest, um, anyway. she is the most sane of them all. She's a genius. She's the moment. She is a genius. She's a genius. Anyway, I just want, because I'm like, oh, that's such a standout line. It is. Um, but yes, back at group therapy where Dr. Sullivan is the only employed psych in all of Pennsylvania. Mm. Our girl, Spenny, gives an Oscar-worthy performance of this monologue. Where she's talking about so many things. <laughs> so many things, so many she, feelings. But mostly She talks about also all the all the girls all the girls in this scene are so well directed of like they're all in dressing gowns <laughs> and they all are like looking down at the ground like disgruntled, like all of them are troubled teens. Yeah. Um and Spencer tells the story of when she's in the woods and she's looking down at her hands and whatever the ground beneath her and she realizes that if this is the last thing she ever saw she'd be okay she's like i'm done i've had enough and then she's kind of like how do you how do i live now that the worst thing has happened to me yeah so horrible and she it's it's oh my god it's incredible acting it's wonderful then at one point she looks back up after she says you don't know who i am anymore and you can't count on me she looks at these random girlies in the dressing gowns and all of a sudden it's the girls. It's Hannah, Aria and Emily. And as always, Shay Mitchell looks out of place and like she doesn't, she's trying so hard to evoke feeling. Yeah. And she's not quite Ashley Benson there. is serving and I mm. do not remember what Lucy Hale was doing. I'm sure she's somewhere in the middle. Yeah. <laughs> but they all stand, they're all there in her mind. And then we cut to an A scene where A is in A's lair making a PDF, lol. <laughs> Probably on Canva, even though it didn't exist back then. What was Canva A is on Canva. What was it? Like Microsoft Paint? What was it for yeah. Apple Girlies? Garage Band. That's the only um, Apple product I can think of. <laughs> I mean, probably just photo, free Photoshop. InDesign. A... Is killing it with another a fiend. A is killing it because they're planning the Scuro Carnival. Did I pronounce that correctly? I have no idea, but it's another fucking carnival. And Which we love. We love, but also hate. Oh, it's I too was spooky. excited. I was like, when A is doing an invite for something, I get so excited. I get excited, but I'm also like, I'm so sick of being scared by carnivals. I'm so sick of puppets. I'm sick of pup. I, you know what? Which... Unlucky for us. No more marionettes. <laughs> There's going to be some puppets. Um, puppets. A is in a bus as well as the 12-year-old said at the start of the episode. That's right. A is, I said bus. The reveal I guess, like, is the, it's the lair is the not a, a place. It's in like a mobile home, an RV, some kind of place where they'll never be able to find it, which is and sneaky there's a and big, smart. This is, and there's a big picky of Ali, like, <laughs> The famous, the picture. The funeral the pic. The only picture. The funeral pic on like 
the dashboard or over the sound system. It's huge. It's huge. Anyway. Anyway. And that's the episode. And that's the episode. Haley, what an ep. Let's get straight into our trivia. Segments. I got no seg. trivia. I got nothing to tell you about anything. Amazing. We just have our seggies, segments, seg, seg rolls. Head to our Instagram, call.and.adults to see a proper breakdown of the in-jokes for these segments if you are new to this episode of the pod. What a chaotic one to step into. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, welcome. We're sorry. We love you. Thank you. I don't think we said a character's name normally the whole time. And that's what you should come to expect from us. Which is part of the charm. Exactly. So who is the hottest adult of this episode? For me, it is Ted and Eddie Lamb. Because I find Eddie Lamb attractive. For me, it is King Byron being cheeky with his coffee at Ezra's house. He is so cheeky and so gorgeous and hydrated. Mm. Great. What is the yikes of this episode? Principal, hack it. Not stopping a pedophile from coming back to his fucking school to teach. I think so. I think that is the yikes. That's the, that whole storyline is the yikes. And I do think <clears throat> that scene was bananas. Crazy. So I agree. Who gets a buttercream from us? Daddy Hastings. Mona, get a buttercream. You crazy girl. Hannah, get a buttercream. Good New York. Byron, get a buttercream. Ella and... Schemey, Ella, get a buttercream. And I and guess... And Ted, also... get a buttercream. And Spencer... She's locked up. I think like a lot of people in this episode, apart from Wilden and Ezra. And Hackett. And Principal Hackett. Yeah. I think everyone, like Sullivan, Usi, she can have a buttercream. Oh, yeah. Like pretty much everyone can have a buttercream. Cause it's a smorgasbord today. It's smorgasbord. Woo. All right. Who needs to wait for crazy bread from Noel Khan? I mean, Arya <laughs> with a threatening line to Mona at the sink, but also it's funny and I love it. So, I mean, Wilden driving up behind that car. Also wait for Crazy Bread. I think Spencer playing piano needs to wait for Crazy Bread. She's always at that piano while people are trying to play <laughs> Guess Who in like the Radley main room. Mm, yeah yeah that could be annoying um, she's just given she's given hectic heckers but not a huge amount of like crazy I think I think Wilden arriving before Ashley Mariner's even left is is my yeah. biggest one yeah also him calling Ted Padre Papa. <laughs> put Wilden in jail <sighs> yeah yeah. For that alone. What gave us a hardcover? What made us feel... What made us erect? Ella and Byron sitting on the desks together, scheming. Being it's so cute. a team once again. Put your bums on those desks. And you know those bums have touched. They've touched bums. Oh, they are always touching bums. They're always 69-ing because that's oh. what this episode... The theme is 69. The theme, the theme of the puppet show is 69. The theme of... Um, the theme of that hymn is 69. 69. And the theme of, you know, 
the best days of our lives are 69. So is 69? Uh, ah, Who can never be sure? Not this one. Not this one. (laughs) (laughs) This has been going for an hour and eight minutes. Um, According to the Audacity recording, it might be shorter in the final cut. Um, What gave us a soft cover? What made us the opposite of erect? Principal Hackett. That whole thing. The Ezra plotline definitely. Yeah. I did not appreciate. I never. And it made me have him. a soft cover. Get ooh. Go get a job in a different field. Go you've you've fucked field. you've fucked it. Also, literally. Also, Ali in that flashback being a bullying little cunt. Oh, tr- also like Ali can wait for crazy bread always. Ali is the yikes. I kind of forgot all about that scene. Of course, we we sometimes we get to say the main yikes of the whole show is the pedophilia. <laughs> Yes, we should acknowledge that. But also, the yikes, yes, we have said it about twenty times in this episode, so I think it's fine. Cool, and that's who the gets a wine. Oh. <gasps> There's two more segments. Ah! I can't believe our nine eleven did forget. My God, nine oh two one oh three at last. Whoa. Who gets a wine? <laughs> Who gets a wine from King Byrong Fish Lips Montgomery? Obviously, Byrong and Ella. They can share a bottle together and then suck and fuck each other in 69 in the classroom if they want, as long as no kids see. Theme of the episode. Mm-hmm. Great. And I also think Eddie can have a wine just because like, his job seems complicated, so he yeah. can have a wine at the end of the day. And what was the line of the episode? Let's fight about it because I think it's Ella saying other aspects of his character are debatable, but yes, he's a good teacher. Yeah, look, that is good, but also, where is it? What did you say again? I'm trying to find it. Also, like, you're not crazy, you're as sane as I am is like cunt in a good way, compliment, and Arya's neck-breaking line is very funny. Oh, yeah. Wait. Yours was Hannah. Was it the water one? Like. I can't find it, but yes. Hannah says like. Um, I'm going to. F- I will. F- it's like a known fact that nothing she works said, underwater. It's, it's nothing works underwater. It's a scientific fact. That's my line of the episode <laughs> for, for sure. That's so good. It's so, so many good. good lines. Yeah. And that is the episode. We did it. Hayley. That was so fun. I love you. I love you. Everyone listening, we love you. And, you know, whew, we are ramping We're up. two episodes away. We are two episodes. Well, we're like one episode away from the finale episode, I should say. Oh, we can't I'm wait. so excited. We'll see you all. Which we say at the end of every episode. Which we, which we do. And you know what else we say? Close. Close your damn blinds. blinds. Because Close them. Because people can see in. Oh. A is looking and A is having a wank. Don't let A wank at you in your home. Okay? Unless you like that and you consent to it, then that is then that's A-okay. A-okay. <laughs> A-okay. Woo. All right. And remember, everyone, the theme for this episode is 69. So carry that into your day go, however you see fit. Go 69. Uh, anyone you love, go 69 yourself. Don't know how you do that, but figure it out. And to let us know how you went. Please give us feedback. <laughs> All right. 
We'll see you in a fortnight. Drop the keys and let me find them. Drop the keys. Thank you so much for tuning in to this episode of Call an Adult. We appreciate you more than Alison appreciates immortality, my darlings. Please give the show some love by giving us a five-star rating and review on your podcast platform of choice. You can stay up to date on episodes by following our Instagram at call.an.adult as well as our respective Instagrams at Ashley Crapapp and at Haley Tanto. Have a lovely day and don't forget, shut, shut your, your damn blinds! See ya! Call an Adult is recorded on the stolen lands of the Boonwurrung and Woiwurrung people of the Kulin Nation. We pay our respects to the traditional custodians of the land. Sovereignty was never ceded.